Randomly with Ronnie Jr. I'm here with Valerie Ortiz, actress at the moment. And the only reason I say at the moment is because she does have a lot of slashes as far as where I've seen her do great things with the hosting world and just even in production and television and all those things. But we'll focus on actress because of the Disney show. Valerie, uh, hello to you, first of all, and take it away with what your show is, how good it did right off the bat, and I believe it got picked up, et cetera, et cetera. Tell me all about your Disney, Disney or Disney Plus? Uh, Disney, and I mean, I think we're eventually gonna go to Disney Plus, and I get all these questions about that, but I'm like, I don't know, maybe because our first season just um, ended, uh, so I don't know, maybe soon. But yeah, so it's called Gabby Duran and the Incitables. Um, and just a fun little fact about it, when I first auditioned for it, my role was a recurring role, which means that I wasn't a series regular. I'm not supposed to be in every episode. Like it's, you know, I'll pop in here and there. And so when I went out for it, it was really like, well, first of all, <laughs> I had like a, a we got the time. We got the time. Tell me. I had a teenage daughter and I was like, mm, I'm not going to get this <laughs> feeling myself thinking I'm all young. Yeah. And so going in, whatever, you know, I mean, obviously you always do as best as you can, but I just had that kind of an air of just like, and I just, I don't think I just didn't think the casting. You're, you're like, I can't play a teenage. When did I have this girl? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Totally. I'm like, yeah. Um, and so, but it was a fun audition, whatever. Literally that the day of, I hadn't even gotten home yet because it was in Hollywood. Um, and for those of you that don't live in LA, like it traffics, and I'm sure you've all heard traffic sucks. So by the time I got, I wasn't even home yet. Um, I was supposed to turn around and go back for a chemistry read with the lead, um, played by Kylie Cantrell. And, um, and I was like, okay. And so went back in, did that, and again, you know, you see other people in the in the room or like in the in the lobby, and I'm like, yep, yeah, probably won't get it, but whatever. Again, no, this is just like looks alone and yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. Looks but you're alone. still there, and, and you were asked to come back, which is awesome. So there you go. Hey, exactly. And but I mean, again, I was just like, these other moms just look more like not like in a bad way, but in like a cute Disney mom kind of way. I don't know. Um, and I was like, I just feel like maybe I just will be too young. <laughs> then I found out over the weekend, which is something really rare. The casting director was so sweet and she called my manager and she was like, I don't usually do this, but I just kind of want to let you know what's going on. Like they loved her. Um, it's between her and another girl. The other girl actually lives in Vancouver. And the reason why things have slowed down on like why you know or not is because they're turning this role into a series regular role, meaning she would have to relocate to Vancouver. Well, she was, would she be willing to do that? And I was like, Ooh, I don't know. That's so crazy. But at the same time, like, I was like, well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be like, right. then I'll locate if it's mine, it's mine. Right. That's like my whole, I always have that. Um, like feeling about things so I was like yeah sure and like two days later uh, oh and so then it's so tricky for people who don't know the industry but when when you test for a role meaning like you're it's between you and maybe two other people um you sign like your contract and in, back in the day you would go into a room and do the same audition in front of like all of the execs and the studio 
um, and sometimes with, with another actor. So basically that audition I did with Kylie where like I wasn't even a hundred percent off book because it was like the same day that tape they were going to show to the execs and that was going to be my test. And I was like, Oh, oh my God. Quick. Very quick. Okay. Oh, super quick. Um, I was the last person to be cast. So they were like, okay, so if ever, if you're okay with it, we're going to, you're going to, they're going to test your video five o'clock Tuesday night. We'll let you know, whatever. And mind you, my audition had been on like Friday. So Tuesday night, I found out I booked it. Ah, you're so excited. Dude, I was on a plane Wednesday morning to Vancouver to shoot the pilot, like the next morning. So once you said yes, it's like, let's change the game and go with it. And you're a series regular at that moment? Or are you still on the fence of not knowing? No, you know, you know. it's. Well, at that point, I knew I knew I was going to shoot the pilot and I knew if it got picked up and all that, like, I would be living in Vancouver for six months. You know, that's such a wild experience because when you're like doing your, your, you know, living in the Hollywood vibe and doing auditions and you're like probably had plans with people on that following Thursday. And now, because that's how it is. You're always like, oh, I'm doing this and doing that. And everyone who is in this I don't say circle, but in that type of world, they know that stuff like ha like what you say happens quite a bit actually. And because it doesn't happen a lot of the times, yeah. you're uh, you just you just say yes, like you said, yeah. you just say yes. Well, that's amazing. Your character's name is Dina, if I'm not mistaken. All right, which I like because I like you as an actress, of course. But my mother's name is Dina, so kudos to you. You're really, you know, embodying the Dina role. Um, the thing about Valerie is she, um, again, I'll get into hosting for a while and I'll, I'll kind of find out where she fits with that as far as like passion. Um, but I do think acting is really your thing. I mean, the, the, the role that you had, God, it was probably close to 10 years ago, 12 years ago, <laughs> on, the, on the end, which was like a Nickelodeon-based uh, type sh uh, network. I mean, that was a big moment, I think, even for you as well. But that was playing in more like the teen uh, oh, yes. programming. What, what, what was your big takeaway from doing shows like that back in the day? Oh, my gosh. It was the best experience ever. First of all, South of Nowhere was my first TV series. And, yeah, I had just moved to L.A. And, you know, it's so it's such a beautiful thing, like perspective. Right. And like being able to look back at things because like. I I was new to here. I was new to LA. I had booked Date Movie first, which I am a huge JLo fan. And anybody who knew me knew and that. We got to take a we got to take a beat because her character was okay. I got to take a beat. Her character was JLo, and her character had the biggest booty we've ever seen, and it was so good. <laughs> um, I just you know you know how much I love JLo. What is it that you love about her? Tell me what's your big JLo. My biggest thing about her is that she, there is no limits to her, right? Like she reinvents herself all the time and yep. she's not, she got so much flack for different things. Like, oh, she can't sing good enough. Oh, she's not that good of an actor. So this or that. And it's just, and she never cared and she did her thing. And now, I mean, she just keeps doing and just, I just love that. Um, and of course I just, because of, um, her being Puerto Rican and, um, just kind of where she started and her love of dance and that was my first love and there's just so many things i i love about her and obviously she's an inspiration so i'm like yeah so, so I you can imagine like huh i was gonna say so you can imagine like when i got when i got that audition i was like mm -hmm. no way and like i went all out the um right before like the scene that they date, nights a, right? date, date nights a spoof movie uh, date movie yeah. yes yeah 
Yeah, it's like those movies, and I haven't seen one in a while, but like scary movie, or wasn't it? Re, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be a menace. All those kind of spoofy, you know, yeah, even um, the Naked Gun back in the day. It's one of those types of movies. So you weren't playing J-Lo, but you were playing a girl who was a wedding planner who was not J-Lo, but she was J-Lo. It was fantastic. Yeah, loved it. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my sides for that, my audition sides, the lines that I had to learn, the scene ended. And then like right below, it said that like she busts up into a dance or whatever, but the casting director had like put a line across it and then it says end. Basically what that means is you stop there and the scene's done. So I was like, no, I'm going to like, do a dance and like sing or whatever so i totally just kept going when i did my audition and then i like did this little choreography and whatever and i kind of feel like that sold it because i just was a fool um but i was working at hard rock cafe when i got that role and my manager called me as a hostess you know sits people down and stuff and she called me to tell me i got it and i like like lost my shit and i was like ah! um <laughs> And then shortly after that is when I had my test, um, like I was talking about earlier about Gabby Duran, that was in front of execs and stuff for South of Nowhere. Mm. But what happened South of Nowhere is I was filming Date Movie, so I'm, I was late to my test. And, and they knew it, like everybody knew I was working, whatever, and they're like, just drive over there, sign your paperwork, it is what it is. So I did that, I met all these execs and I didn't even, I didn't do my audition. And then I drove home and my manager was on through it with my agent and they were like, oh, so how'd it go? I was like, I mean, it kind of just didn't, <laughs> I didn't do anything. And so I felt crappy cause I'm like, oh, like that looks terrible. So unprofessional, you were late. Um, and they were like, well, you got it. And I was like, what? And so I felt, I feel like now looking back, that's so crazy. Like just how quickly it all happened. Yeah. and. I didn't even test for these ex uh, execs um, in person. And then the rest is history. So, and well, around what age are you at this time? I was 19. Okay. Because I think like, it's interesting to, to have these big moments at certain stages of your life. Like it always feels great of certain things. I think an any of us have had like good moments happen along the line. It's kind of, it's not a straight line. It's a little bit of a peaks and valleys, yeah. but it's always... I, you know, for you, as far as who I know of you, you've always been able to maintain composure. You know, like a 19-year-old getting these breaks, you know, you, you see some stories. You know, people can really go into different places. But you've always uh, held it together really nice, which is cool. But I think when you get these roles much later, like this uh, Disney show, it's um, even more gratifying for some weird reason. I don't know. I always feel that. I feel, I feel it's really, when you get consistency in this game, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, well, I'm excited about the TV show. Uh, we must talk a little bit about your TV hosting moments because there's a lot of them. Um, tell me, what is the difference between your acting side, like you said, dance, and even your hosting side? Like, where does that fit into your personality? Why, when you did it, did you do it for so long? And why did you love it? Which I know a little bit of the answer, but I want to hear you talk about it a little bit. Yeah, so um, hosting and acting... I mean, there's a vulnerability to both, but I feel like with acting, if people don't like your character, that has nothing to do with you, right? Like there, there's that little piece in your, in your head that you're like, eh, well, that's not really me, whatever. Hosting, you know, it's all you, it's your personality, it's how you connect with whoever you're talking to, um, or, or how you connect through, uh, through the camera into yes, someone's yes. living room, right? Um, there's just something very special and different about it. And I, 
I love people and I love all that, but it's, it was scary. But I, I started in Florida um, on a TV show called Splat. Um, and it was live. It was, was ki- with kids. Um, and that I feel like really got me ready in a weird way. And I'm all about timing and how things work out right um, when it's supposed to. Um, and to do a live show with kids, you know, for, and it was Nickelodeon. Um, that like, that preps you for anything, um, <laughs> like anything hosting. Um, so that happened. And actually the, when I did that show, that's the reason why I moved to LA because I wasn't able to go back to college mm-hmm. because that contract got extended, blah, blah, blah. I did a road trip to LA and I ended up here. But, um, I don't know. Hosting is just, I love that it's more with people and for people. It's like one-on-one. Yeah. It's so different. It's like, it's like when people ask you if you like theater, like live theater or film, TV film. It's like, you can't even compare. That's how I feel about hosting and acting. Well, and I think that they all um, help a different skill set. So like my bigger thing, and I've said this before, was like radio, but I remember taking like four, four uh, rounds of improv class. It wasn't like I ever wanted to move on into the world of improvisa- improvisation, although I liked it, but it inherently made the radio work easier. So um, yeah, no, no. That's why it's always weird when I introduced you. I'm like, do I define her as an actress? I mean, I feel like that is your thing, but no, she does host and, and dance and all that stuff. Um, I loved the hosting experience that we got to work upon. Um, I was on the production team for, you know, the series, American Latino TV. And when Val took that show uh, over, um, the previous host was Daisy Fuentes. So you were coming off some pretty big shoes. Like, you know, growing up in the 90s, like everyone kind of looked to Daisy Fuentes as like, you know, she was stylish, she was fashionable, but she was also really good and a, and a businesswoman. And then we have Valerie, you know, just really make a name for herself within even that show. And, and American Latino TV is a program that, um, you know, four minute segments, they were all very inspirational docu style. And it was always important for that host, which was Val, to um, kind of get the meat and potatoes of, of what the segment we were about to see um, kind of kind of tossed to that. And Jesus, you did it such a good job. That was always so fun seeing you. Uh, work with that. You yeah. know, that was my first job working for LA TV was my very first job here in LA. Um, it was with LA TV live then LA TV right. Hollywood and whatever, but still in that same building, the same network. And I, um, I just hold all those memories so dear because it's something that I just loved. Yeah. Um, talk about the consistency. Like what is, what has been some of the obstacles you've faced in your life? Um, you know, we, we talk about the young stuff in Florida and then coming to being a fresh eyed, you know, LA girl and some opportunities. Has there been some moments you want to share that have been a little more rough on that journey and a little bit more like, you know, where you have to second guess yourself, you know, um, you've always been a kind girl, but you definitely still are human. Tell me some about that experience. Yeah. So like I mentioned before, I, when I came here, everything happened for me so quickly with my series, with the movie first, then my TV series to three seasons of that. Um, and it just, it just went so fast. Then after that show, um, I did a couple recurring, couple guest stars. Then I got another show called Hit the Floor and that was on VH1. Did three seasons of that. Did some guest stars, recurrings. I was at, simultaneously working on American Latino or, you know, or if before that, um, uh, like KTLA type, whatever network, but something hosting regardless. I did, um, ABC family, uh, lounge. Um, so I was just 
always working, always on TV, always doing something I loved. Then hit the floor ended for me. And simultaneously, I was going through a divorce. And I think a lot of people don't know that. And some people do. But um, that was the hardest time of my life because it was almost like, and American Latino ended as well um, for me. And so it was like everything that I kind of had identified myself with was done. You know, like the, the actor, the host, the wife. Yeah. Um, and I was like, and you know, a lot of times I, I, and it's, I have, I always had a problem with this before and I, and because of this experience, it, it almost highlighted it when people define you for what you do, or, and sometimes you do it to yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm this actress, or I'm this host, or I'm this doctor, I'm this lawyer. Like, and I always felt like, I'm like, ah, that's my job and that's what I do, but that's not who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that time in my life was just kind of like a huge light on that whole mind, uh, I don't know if I can curse on here, but mind F-U-C-K, you know, of like, <laughs> you know, of like, ah, what is going on? Like, who am I? What do I want to do? Who am I outside of all these things? So I had to really like, just kind of find myself again, right? And just really dig deep into what I like, who I am outside of all these different things. Yeah. And with that quietness too, you mm. not only are feeling like, oh my God, it's so quiet. Those were the things that sort of defined me. While I loved them, they were a definition. You also are in an industry where youth is important. Uh, Unfortunately, gosh, probably harder for you women, of course, uh, which is, again, unfortunate. So you really got to kind of look at, I always think, I will say, admittingly, guys, we kind of take that for granted. Like, um, I think there's a little more leniency with our time clock as far as like, you know, you're either booking or you're not booking. Whereas for women, it's, it's unfortunately challenging. So I feel like you were going through all that. And while you are, you know, of course, just as bright eyed and bushy tail as I've always known you to be, there are probably those moments you're sitting in that room quiet, like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, what does that look like booking? You know, because now, you know, I can't book the teen roles, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm so glad Disney came when it came. And I was like, remember reading in the trades that like it got picked up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, wait, that's not, that's not the show that Val is on. So that was really exciting. And then I go to your Instagram and then like you're, you know, you posted and I was like, oh my gosh, couldn't happen to a better person. Um, and the best thing about you is working with you has always been fun. Like, man, she behind the scenes to what I've seen, you know, it's just the one job we've worked together, but no, you real cool. You were cool. To, <laughs> you were cool to work with. Um, and, and you were, you did those little subtle nuances where you would just ask people about, them which doesn't happen a lot you know a lot of times you're at work environments and this is across the board this could be you working at the cvs for all we care a lot of people talk about themselves but don't listen and val will always try to listen and ask questions and and i always thought that was very sincere um val i want to ask you what do you think as far as entertainers we talked highly about j-lo but what entertainers are out there performers singers whatever you want it to be actresses that are doing it right, you know, because this business has peaks and valleys. Uh, I look to like a Rosario Dawson type who gets every different type of role, which is very important. I like that a lot, philanthropic and also a level head. Um, Who are some of the people that you look at in this industry that you're like, they got it going on. I like the way they move. Um, Yeah, tell me about that. And then I also want you to tell me people that you think are sort of letting letting the industry kind of take them over and, you know, kind of lost in the sauce, so to speak. Lost in the salsa like that. Um, man, um, I recently watched um, uh, da, 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 the 
what's the, is it the newsroom? No, wait, what's it called? Um, with Reese Weatherspoon? Oh, um, well, she's on Big Little Lies, but then she's on an, another one with um, Carrie Washington. Right, I saw that, that's the fire one, something about yeah. some fires. Um, but no. Um, oh, new, uh, she's on Good Morning uh, with Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Good Morning Show, yeah. yeah. So I recently watched that, and then, then she had the fires one, then of course, yeah, all the other things that she's been doing. Um, and she, she was never somebody on my radar ever. Not, I mean, she's adorable and she's done some cute films and stuff. Um, but I just, after watching all these different things and then I've started following her on social media and like, she's just somebody that just randomly new came into my radar of like, oh, I really respect you and I like what you represent. Um, so that like, as soon as you said that, I don't know why she came into my head. Obviously everybody knows I love JLo. Um, who else? Uh, like, I don't know. I can't really. Yeah. Well, it could be one person. I mean, the reason I asked specifically is because, you know, the thing about it is it's not as, you know, the, the, the consumer, let's say, who's just watching it on the couch. Sometimes they don't realize like all the hard work that's put into like Mandy Moore's, you know, cultivating that career. Like that's why it's inspiring to me. So when I talk to people like you, I want to, I want to know, pick your brain as far as like, who do you look and say, wow, they've really managed to continue to do it. And it's not just about success because it's also about, you know, your, your reputation. And so there's some people out there and I think it's a worthwhile conversation to have. And again, unfortunately, actually that you even said like Mandy Moore, um, I, Sandra Bullock, I kind of, I love her and her career. Um, and she's kind of like, you don't really hear too much about her. Um, not that it matters if you do or you don't, but there's something about her and her style, um, that I don't know. I just really like, um and mandy she's from florida and she's had her ups and downs with her career with her acting yeah. or music or lack thereof or you know people where did mandy go um and she's yes yeah. hard hard pressed to find somebody who has only had <laughs> you know an accelerated career and and not be a jerk you know what i mean so um this is these are the conversations i enjoy do you see anyone out there that's like you kind of you're, you're that's just really not doing it right and maybe needs a moment like that moment you had where you had to like sit down and think it through and redefine who, who out there you think is is not really i don't have a specific person the only people i worry about are just the younger people who get thrown into the business um at an age where they could be um learning more about who they are outside of again their work um and their uh, developmental stages and, and some, some teens or young kids take it with stride and, and they stay super humble and, and all that. And then I just feel like others, it's just, they're a little bit more susceptible to kind of, I don't know, getting a little bit lost in that, in that bubble of, of, of the yes man, right? Of everybody being like, oh, you want this? Yes. Of, you know, you think this is that? Yes, yes, yes. You know, and that's, that to me is, and even like being on Gabby Duran and the Incitables, I, I watch these kids and they're so talented. And they're just, I like love them. I feel like I'm their mom. Um, uh, and I'm, that's one of the things I'm most excited about is watching them grow and then seeing how talented and how humble they actually all are. Um, and it's exciting to see, I love talent in general. So it's exciting to see talent cultivate at such a young age and kind of see like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to, see where this is going to go for you and um and i hope it for their sake you know continues on that like humble 
healthy path. And I that's, think pretty, it, that's pretty cool. That means you're going to be inherently like a, uh, uh, like a mentor towards them. You know, you guys are in it now, but 10 years down the road when these actresses, uh, is it any young, young actors on the set or just all, all, yeah. So yeah, so two young boys and two young girls. Okay. When they all are 10 years from now and they're in their twenties or whatever, like you'll always sort of have that mentorship. And I think they'll, I think they'll value that. Um, does, does Val ever talk about wanting to have children? I, mean, I can't wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Yeah, no, I, I cannot wait, which is again, when you were talking about like timelines and women, I was thinking about that when you say that it's not only in a career, it's also families and you know, like when relationships end at a certain age, you're like, oh, you know, but I'm like, you know, this yeah. old. That, this uh, wasn't the plan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? We always have this master plan. Um, no, I cannot wait to have kids. I love kids. I, you know, I'm not going to, during, you know, certain times in my life, I see my friends with kids and I'm like, you know what? I'm okay right now. <laughs> I don't mind not having my kid, any kids. <laughs> um, but I definitely can't wait for that when that comes for me. I, I don't know if you're... The, you said, you know, the Puerto Rican family. I don't know if they ever give you pressure with the kids, but I also want to know, did the family, like, have they assessed when you were super young that like, oh no, Val's not like staying here. She's, she's going to go LA, Hollywood. She's going to act, sing, dance. Like was ever, you know how we have those like traditional fabrics of like, you know, staying more local and doing all of these other things. Were they pretty open with your, your decisions to do um, a creative career or did they come with any resistance of, college or, or whatever I don't know so the funny thing is is I came on a road trip so the idea of me ever staying in LA to do what I what I'm doing was never in the picture so I always say had it been planned had it been like oh I'm gonna move to LA or blah 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 it would have been like, yeah, right. And even even I would have been like that because I would have been I would have given myself so many excuses of like being alone or you know not having mommy poppy or whatever i don't have any family out here right so that there would have been i would have talked myself out of it um and so so would they i i grew up with the most strict parents um the culture whole thing is it was huge for us and um it plays a part into who i am a lot but um the kids thing dude okay so my dad speaking of people who were strict. He was the most strict. Like I wasn't allowed to shave my legs, paint my nails, cut my hair, pluck my eyebrows. Like it was, <laughs> so he was that guy. Right. And now at, at the age where I'm at now, he's just a teddy bear. And he's all like, one day he said he was going to adopt his own grandchildren. I was like, Oh, I was like, okay, thanks dad. <laughs> it's so funny to me. I just, I love it though. It's just, but that little baby pressure, I would have never in a million years thought it would have come from him, as, especially about like kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's there. Well, it, I think sometimes people, like parents, they'll grow with the child, you know, like he was probably so strict when you were 14, 13, just setting, setting those boundaries. And I always remember the kids that you were growing up with that like, you know, just the littlest things, you know, I was, I always, we always knew growing up that like, you couldn't just do what you wanted. Like, let's say the coolest thing was, like a pierced ear or like a certain haircut or hair color, even like, you know, California is where I grew up and everyone's, you know, sun in or whatever it was. We always, <laughs> we always no. the way I grew up, we were always not guaranteed to be able to do those things. We had to like get the permission. So I kind of have that strict similarity, but I think as you cross over and become like a 19 year old and a 25 year old, you know, 
that parent, you know, grows with you a little bit. So oh, yeah. your, your, your pops is probably very like, well, you know, she's, she's, she's done, she's done her thing. Did you have any um, romantical scenes on Hit the Floor on VH1? Because that one was, yes. that was a little more of a hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grown, grown show. Um, yeah. So my love interest in season one and the beginning of season two was with Dean Cain. So a lot of people are like, oh, you got to kiss Superman and blah, blah, blah. And Dean is amazing and that professional and just super funny. Um, but that was kind of like a, a really interesting, fun thing within like the family and friends because they thought it was like so cool that I was with Superman. <laughs> um, that I mean, there's nothing further than that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I just, you know, I was like, oh, Val's on a grown show. We got it. We love it. <laughs> That show, though, um, how do you describe that show? I feel like um, it's probably fun to make, um, but it, it, I'm wondering what it felt like as far as the show finding its audience, um, changing networks is what I believe it did. And also, you know, since we're being so candid and, and open, you know, you had a, there was a tragedy with one of the cast members. Um, I'm assuming, you know, I, I just want to know what your take was with that entire experience, because it felt like such a show that was destined for so much success and you know i think it had what three seasons total three seasons on vh1 one season on bet one, okay I think well still a success but i just want you i want you to kind of explain that time um yeah that time was awesome to be honest uh i was uh late 20s and uh the show was about a basketball dance team i like the laker girls scripted um and it was super fun. I, I loved every minute of it, obviously. And, and what I liked about it when I compare it to um, the show I'm on now is the friendships and like the, everybody was kind of in the same time, like the same age range and the same kind of time in their life. So I we all kind of like clicked and related to each other. Um, yeah, the tragedy that, that's, that's all insane. Um, they're so, that's weird still to even yeah. think about and all the things that came from it. Um, and as far as it's changing the network, so they had three successful seasons on VH1 and my character passed away. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> and so I was done after that. So I didn't even continue when it went to BET. The sh I feel like the show, the focus changed a lot, especially once it went to BET. Um, which I guess I'm not too surprised anyway, because now they're kind of catering it to a different audience and the, the cast changed. And of course, you know, you have the fans that I'm like, want this person or this person cannot, because not everybody went to um, the fourth season, include, you know, obviously I didn't, but other people didn't either. So the whole, so it was different altogether in, in good and bad ways, I feel like for the fans. Um, but our show creator, James LaRosa is brilliant and fun. And he was, like a papa bear for everybody in the family. He treated the crew and the writers and producers and his actors all the same. Like, you know, and I think mm. that show had a huge example of that on how kindness and like caring for people starts at the top. Right. Um, and he, and in South of Nowhere too, I haven't had any, any show where it, it doesn't, but it just, for some reason that show I, sticks out in my head, in my brain. For, for that specifically. Yeah, it, 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 there was a lot of excitement around it. I remember I did some co-hosting online work 
with Cat Bayless and Cat Bayless was on the show. And then some of the freaking cast members have went on to do fantastic things. Like it just doesn't show that like sometimes doesn't get talked about. I don't want to say it doesn't get its respect, but people forget about it, but it was, it, it was, it, there's a lot of greatness to it. So, and, and of course it's you did its thing. It's did its thing for like the people, I mean, who are into those kind of shows. It's kind of soapy and, and whatever. It had it's very stuff. soapy. The yeah. pilot was soapy. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people like that stuff. So I feel like if that was your thing, your entertainment, and you like dance and like half naked, sexy men and women, like you were, you were in. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll end up on Netflix and do really well. Who knows? Um, you, I was wondering though, you never did, you were, you were the one cast member who wasn't on the dance team, but you said you grew up with the, with the thing of dance. Was that just the, a character thing? That has nothing to do with you not wanting? No, so I did make it on the dance team. So the first season I didn't um, because I wasn't good enough, whatever. Um, and then the third season, which was my favorite, I, I've never died on a show. <laughs> um, so that was like so tragic. And by the way, I knew from the beginning and nobody else knew and I wasn't allowed to tell them. So that, I mean, talk about like, that was yes. so hard. And I was like, ah, so, so hard. But Raquel gets back on the dance squad and I got to dance with these girls. And as an actor, I was like, so now I got the dance thing out of the way. I was like, I want to do a role where I can sing a la Selena um, and JLo playing her. It was the most fun. I got to learn this choreography. It was, it was hard and it was a lot of work, but I've never had so much fun. And I, and I had a stunt double and she was fantastic and she helped me so much like outside of rehearsals and stuff. And we would go into this studio and practice, practice, but they never had to use her, which was like the coolest thing. And the best compliment I got from one of the writers was that she came to set to see one of the dances being filmed. And she's like, I didn't know where you were. She's like, I couldn't pick you out. And she's like, and that says a lot because that means you're blending in with the team, with these professional dancers. And I couldn't be like, well, there's Valerie, like half a step later, you know? Um, so I was really proud of myself because I really worked hard and I, and it was important to me. And I felt like, yay, I did it. <laughs> I could imagine, like, I could imagine your training regimen, like everything you do is pretty much on point. <laughs> like I just, I anticipate you being somebody who takes that time, not necessarily to to like uh, meditate, but you, you take time to take, you know, to like schedule out your day. You do, so so it's not a surprise that like when this came, you were like, okay, I'm nervous, but like, I'm gonna, we're gonna go, we're gonna go. Um, any last comments? And then I have one last question. Anything else you want to just kind of say or put out there in the universe? Um, nothing other than I love this. I think it's a beautiful time that we're in in just life where somebody like you who's been like, on all kinds of platforms will take the time to like interview me on something like this and it's more intimate and just like <laughs> accessible and I think I don't know I just that's what a cool time to be alive right that we could do something right. like this and so thank you it's intriguing to me and I think people will enjoy it obviously like I said there's other forms of content um some of which are a little too young for my taste uh and so I just I remember growing up like the two shows that I loved so so much growing up as a teenager was like Anytime Behind the Music came on or anytime True Hollywood Story came on, even if I didn't necessarily like love the talent, that first chunk of 20 minutes was like, 
was the coolest thing ever. Once it got to like the 30 minute mark and you already like were seeing the, the person winning the Grammys or whatever, I was like, okay, well, we know that story. But I was always intrigued with the like, how did they get there? I mean, look at you, you know, people will be like, oh, she definitely was coming to LA and to, to stomp, stomp her career. Lo and behold, that was sort of a uh, travel trip accident thing, which, you know, a gift to the world. So that has always been intriguing to me. And heck yeah, why not do it now? Mm -hmm. and um find some cool people so you were one of them so thank you okay so my last question is just typically saying what do you like about JLo which is going to be not work I'm gonna have to reword it because for everyone else that's what they get but since you like her already <laughs> and we talk about her so much I'm gonna say what JLo project do you think inspired you the most oh man <laughs> what JLo project inspired me the most um that's so hard. I'm, I think right off the bat, I'll say Selena. And I don't, I guess that might be a given because of the time that it came out and then what she did. Um, and again, she got so much flack for it in the yeah. media and, and then she just killed it. Um, and what a beautiful story and homage to Selena. That's, that has to be the, my favorite to, to kind of start it all. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many, so that's so hard. I know, and I, I typically don't do the, the most thing, but I'm like, since you're such an aficionado like I am, I'm like, she'll probably have a really good answer if I tighten it up. And let me tell you, the reason I know you're into her, and this is not a joke, like you really are into her, is because every time I go on Instagram to like like a JLo picture, I feel like you're, you've already been there or vice versa. <laughs> I'm always like, I'll be, I'll see this, this new image or this new product campaign or a new JLo TV show, whatever it is. And Val will already be in there in the comments. And I'm like, makes sense. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but, and I still have a sweater from it, but like, I don't do, she used to have like clothes and shoes. Like I had JLo sneakers and like JLo clothes that like I have a sweater that I'm, I actually did the JLo Super Bowl TikTok challenge and I need to post and I use my little sweater in it. But I'm like, I've had her perfume, like just all the things I love. Could you imagine what type of role you would want to play if you ever got a chance to be in a, in a, in a film with her? Her sister of some sort, maybe in some kind of like investigative something. Um, you know, I really loved, I really love a lot of things she's done, but I really liked, um, and of course now I'm going to blank, that was she, the show that she did, the TV series, um, with with dancers no 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 no. it was a drama um, oh um it was called uh blue uh something blue um with ray, blue. Ray, ray leota yes yeah. yeah it's a blue i love that show like if i could have picked a role for me to play it would be something like that and so if i did something with her along those lines uh that would be so fun yeah that was a good role for her because i think she i mean at least what was stated was she was more on the executive producer side originally. And it was just like, well, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a role that has like a lot of meat and potatoes. And if you watch that show, um, you know, I watched it quite a bit. I think I fell off a little bit, um, but I definitely watched every single one of the first uh, seasons. And it was, it was different than what you would think. You know, it was procedural, but like, it was also a lot of different things to it. She's fantastic. When I locate my favorite moment, I mean, obviously the Selena one is the set it off point. I also like the moment where she, I guess vulnerability is always big to me. I like the moment where she bounced back because like JLo's, you know, so successful and all the money in the world, you could do whatever you want kind of a thing. People forget, you know, you got feelings and she oftentimes from her book and from the rock doc that she had called Dance Again, she talks a lot about how that Mark Anthony mm -hmm. breakup yet with the two kids, 
feeling almost, I don't want to, not my words, her words, feeling like a failure. Mm-hmm. When she expressed it in that way from the book and from the, the, the rock doc, I'm like, it, you could really feel it. You know, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, I often think she's a robot. <laughs> she just powers through. But, you know, like, yeah, that's quite embarrassing. Not, not, again, not my words. You know, you've lost the relationship. You got these two kids. What do I do now? And, and her ability to bounce back is what we love. So, anyways, if people don't like JLo like we do, this is not the place for you, but that's how we roll. Yeah, I know. Actually, I read that book when I was going through a lot of my things. Um, and I, oh, I felt, I felt that book so much. I was like, yes, girl, I know. Yeah, because almost like she expressed the thing of like her own personal validation or something like that. Her Absolutely. Own, it's totally that. Yeah. You know, and I, I remember so many times in my life, it's like, oh, we, we um, you know, you could be your worst enemy in that way and you'll talk yourself out of everything. So, um, yep. yeah, I mean, uh, anyone who tells me exactly what you had stated earlier, how like maybe her singing is not up to par, maybe the, okay, fine. Even if you want to say that, talk about the resiliency of this woman. So, and, and you know, people like you and I are going to just be continuing this career. We need to um, have a source of, uh, a, a, you know, inspiration. Why not? That's it, Val. That's it. That is it for me. Any last words or, um, yeah, I guess we're good. Yeah, yeah. Continued success on the Disney show. And um, I, I believe that hopefully that um, epic J-Lo sister role comes uh, in the pike in three oh, years. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be amazing. Bye-bye. Oh, see you. Take care. <laughs> Bye.